one page, page pay hey, the Dovavi, I apologize for the, this month, having less time to Hashem, there was, every Tuesday night there was a Simcha, so we should only have Simchas to, to go to Bez Hashem. <coughs> the parak is a parak about Sheifas. It's a lot easier to name an organization Shi'ifa than to actually have Shi'ifas. It's a good name. It's a good name. From where does a person draw Shi'ifas? A Shi'ifa, of course, means a yearning. <clears throat> the parrot began with what appears to be somewhat of an astonishing statement on the part of the great Mashgiach of Chaskel I'm just reviewing, it's been a while. In February, Mr. Shem, I didn't, I didn't call her yet, but it'll be Jennifer, it'll be the, the 10th and the 17th, Mr. Shem, by the Gaisha calendar, the 10th and 17th. <coughs> the Mashgiach of Chaskel said once in the Sikha that he was talking to the boys in the yeshiva, and he said that every every single boy in the yeshiva should have a, a true she'ifa to become an adam gadol, to become to become a great person, an adam gadol. And that would apply, of course, in a certain way to yeshiva, but in different ways to people who are not in yeshiva or to, to become a great a great Jew. It's not only for someone who's learning yeshiva. To become a great person, a tzaddik, a tzaddikis. That every single one of us has to have a she'ifa for greatness. And that sounds that sounds to us like something that's very sweet. It's very nice. Maybe you could talk to the kids into it because they're still naive. But as we get older, we know better. Because the stories that we hear, the stories that we read about Gedolim are all describing the unbelievable kishrenes, their skills, their talents, their kachas, their brilliance, their sensitivity, their, their midas, and all of the qualities of, of these great people, which, which we look at ourselves and we know, we look at ourselves and we know they're far, far, far removed from these madragas, from these levels. And therefore, from a very early time in life, we stop having these shifas for greatness and we settle for mediocrity and sometimes less than mediocrity. Sometimes less. Every time that you or I do an Avera, it means that we're settling for less than mediocrity. Right? Uh, mediocrity doesn't mean to sin. So the shifas of a person are, are stunted because of the impossibility to believe that that you and I have kaiches kishrayness to become truly great. And what the Bilvavi explains is that that's absolutely true. We do not have the kaiches and the kishrayness to become great. We're not delu- we're not delusionary. We're not going to delude ourselves. We don't have we don't have ex- exceptional exceptional kaiches <coughs> to become great exceptional people. We look at ourselves and we have kaiches and each one has some better than others in different areas. But they're not great. But but what Rav Schwartz explains is what we fail to understand, what we don't know, is that is that the Gedolim also the Gedolim also didn't have those Kishwanis and those kaiches. What does that mean? That sounds like something terrible to say. How can you say that the Gedolim didn't have those Kishwanis, those Kaiches, those Kishwanis, they were Gedolim. They were great people. So what Rav Schwartz is explaining in this chapter is so basic, it's so important. Certainly there are people that have greater skills, greater talents. But greatness, greatness itself is a gift of Hashem. That itself is a matana. It's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Greatness is not something that even the Gedolim, the levels that they achieved, were beyond anything that they could have ever achieved 
using their own natural kairos. It was beyond, and we're going to see many chazals about that. It was beyond anything they could have they could have ever achieved. So when you and I, this is what he was explaining. When you and I look at, let's say, yeshiva bracha, yeshiva bracha looks at the looks at the at the life of an adam gadol, and he sees that the adam gadol sleeps for two hours, two hours a night. And the adam gadol, he reads stories about how the adam gadol never went anywhere, doesn't go anywhere, and that the adam gadol, that the adam gadol uh, doesn't doesn't for a moment take his take his uh, attention away from mitzvahs and toivim and from so when the when the yeshiva bacha looks at that way of life when he reads all his biographies he says he says it's very very it's very inspiring to read about people like this and I'm glad that there are people like this in the world but it's not for me I I I, I can't live that way I can't live that way I like to I like to, you know to play tennis once in a while. I can't live that way. This is too much. It's too much. It's, it's, it's beyond me. I can't do that. And, and, um, and those people, those people are able to do that. And I admire them. I respect them. I love them. But, but I can't. So the biggest mistake we're making, just reviewing because it's been a while, the biggest mistake we're making is that we don't realize that they also can't do that. They also can't do that. Who could do that? Who lives like that? Who can live that way? They can't do that either. They wanted to be great. They wanted to surpass themselves, to transcend themselves. Man is limited in many ways. Each person has his own limitations. But because of their desire, they were granted a gift. And the gift is greatness. And that's a gift from Hashem. And every single person is worthy. Every Jew is worthy, potentially, of receiving a gift of greatness from the Bereshit and from the Creator. And all that is based upon the famous teaching of Chazal. The Chazal taught us, "Pischli Pesach Kichudushal Machat." That everybody knows. Open up for me, the Hashem says, uh, uh, the opening, the size of the eye of a needle, and I will open up for you a great hall. Each person has his own eye of the needle. For each person, according to the talents and the kaiches that he was that he was created with. It's true. There are people that are more limited people that are less limited. Everybody has his own karikas that he was created with. But one thing is clear. All you have to worry about is the eye of the needle. And not only that, but your eye of the needle. Not someone else's needle. Your eye of, of the needle that the Baruch gave you with whatever you could do. That's all that you have to do. You have to make that Pesach. If you try, if you want, and you daven, and you try to make that Pesach with your talents, with your skills, with your kaifus, with your intellect, with your heart, you make that Pesach, then even the, the G'dali Yisrael, that's all they made was their Pesach. But the Pesach Ulam, that big, vast banquet hall, that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mice. That's not their mice. That's Hashem's business. On the, so we're on pay hey let's just start from the top of the page we're really four lines down let's just read Adam Shleimam and Shiyoch says Adam Gadol a person who doesn't believe that he could become an Adam Gadol that he could become a Tzaddik a great person it's not because like we hear in all the speeches ah you don't know what potential you have what Schwartz is explaining is that that's, not really, that's, that's really a mistake let's say the guy doesn't know his potential it doesn't. It's like how I describe this. Let, let, let's use a marshal that you're the coach of the little league team. I, I'm using baseball. I'm assuming some familiarity with that, with that great American pastime. Yeah, <laughs> oh, help. So you're 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 you're, uh, you're coaching the little league team, and um, and you got there like little Johnny, you know, and uh, it's a shvach, you know. It's not uh, you, you've seen him play for two years. He's never once hit the ball past the infield. Uh, nothing much happens when he's at bat. Most of the time, he swings and there's just air. Doesn't hit anything, right? And you've been watching this for two years. So, Baha'i Alma in this world, we're using a marshal from this world. So you go over to the kid, you're the coach, and you say, Johnny, you see that fence over there? And where it says 350? 
That's that, that wall over there says 350 feet away. You could hit it over that wall. So Johnny could look at the coach square in the eyes and say, you're nuts. I can't hit it that far. On my best day, I can get a little past the infield. I once hit a ball a little past the infield. I can't hit that far. So um, someone can come to you and, you know, you, you're taking your, because you want it to get a certain degree, so one of the things that's included in there is you have to take, uh, I don't know, physics three or something, or 300 or 3,000. So you're looking at this, you open up this book, you know, when you get it, you, you, look, you look at that and you say, this is going to be a big problem, right? It's going to be a big problem. And the teacher says, you could do it. Like, what does he know? I can't do it. I know I can't do it. And, and you might go, it's all right. And, and as far as this world is concerned, so then maybe you can't, and then you shouldn't be doing physics. I know educationally you're supposed to say you could do it, you could do it. If somebody's already in an Indian, you have to try to be encouraging. But you have to be careful with that too. It's not so push it. If something is not within a person's reach, you have to be careful. That can also break a person. You want, you want the child to go, to be motivated to work harder, but you also don't want to set something impossible for the child. It's not his conscience to do it. You have, you have parents that they, that, they, that they must have the child in the A class, let's say, the A class, and, the, and that, that crushes the child and breaks him because he can't keep up, and that mean a person is. But a person can say, I, I, don't have the, I don't have those clients. So what Schwartz is explaining is, you're missing the whole point. Let's switch now from the marshal of this world to things of, of the other world, which means I've already said Because we're talking about being an Adam God, we're being a Tzadim, we're not talking about being a good ball player. Or being good in physics. We're talking about being an Adam God, being a tzaddik. The Rambam wants each and every one of us to be tzaddik. No. So you and I could look at ourselves and say, "Listen, Rambam, in all due respect, I know my kaifus, and I know it says someplace Amechkulim tzaddikim, but there must be like in brackets or parentheses some exceptions to this, because I I don't have what it takes to be a tzaddik. I'm telling you, Rambam." I'm a big belt taiv, I'm a big belt gaiv, I'm a mushkas, I'm a nuvel, I'm a rush, I'm this and this. I don't have these things to be a tzaddik. I don't have in me these things to be a tzaddik. So we look at that, and now what you would like to do as a good friend, you put your arm around the person and say, oh honey, you really do. You could be a big tzaddik. You could be a big tzaddikus. You could be, you could be. You could hit the ball for the end of 50 feet, right? And you think, I can't. The point with Rosh Schwartz is making, and this is the Pnimi satire, is when it, when it comes to Avodah Hashem, it's not a matter of you believing in yourself. You don't believe in yourself. No. That's not the point. The point is you don't believe in the Bari Island. You don't believe in the, in the infinite Kaychus of the Creator. That's the problem. Not lack of belief in oneself. To be a Tzaddik, the Bari made each and every one of us to be Tzaddikim, period. Not to compare yourself how the tzaddikim were a thousand years ago or ten years ago. To be a tzaddik. To be a great person, each and every one of us has the kaiks to be a tzaddik. But in the broad definition of what that means, a tzaddik, a tzaddik, whatever that is. Odom, shaleimam, and shayoch, lot says, Odom, God, ain't some shum shuleimakirus kaiks atzmai. If you don't think you could become great, it's not because you lack in an understanding of your own kaiks. You might be a big expert in your own kaiks. You might know yourself very well. It's true. You are about Taiva. You are lazy. It's true. Are you going to tell me I'm not lazy? How can you tell me that? I have, I have a lot of proof that I'm lazy. I'm, I could send it to my parents. They'll tell you I'm lazy. My teachers will tell you that I'm lazy. I'm lazy. Trust me. I'm lazy. I know my kaychus. <clears throat> you know your kaychus. The problem is you don't know the infinite kaychus of the one who created you. And all you have to do is to make a Pesach to overcome that Teva. To be strong. And to daven, to try. And if you make that opening the eye of the needle, then it's a matter of believing in God. Because the G'daylum were not great because of themselves. They were great because of the Sheifas. What made They were great because of the Sheifas, and then the gift, because of the Sheifas, then the Creator gave them a gift of greatness. You don't believe that the Bar Yishlom gives out gifts. That's what you don't believe in. You don't believe that the Bar Yishlom gives out gifts. 
You might think that a guy with, you know, the guy in the red outfit and the white beard, he gives out presents. But you don't believe you don't believe that the Baruch gives out gifts. I told it to Maisa with me. Did I tell it? To, I told it to the Chaburah. I don't know my, with me and, I didn't tell you me and Santa Claus to Maisa. It's still within a, within the month. You're allowed to tell Maisa. Me. You did. This is a funny story. When I was a kid, so my mother spent most of my life was spent in Bloomingdale's in Queens, growing up as a child with my mother, and uh, and I was a big bucky in, in every place in Bloomingdale's. And and, um, and so there was a there was, I, I always when I was a little boy I, I always wore a Yankee hat. So no, I couldn't see that I was Jewish. I wore a Yankee hat. So there was I, my mother was looking at shoes or something, and I had it. And a big There was a toy thing there, and there was there was Santa sitting on a, on like a throne with the whole levush sitting on a throne, and he was giving toy cart like a toy cart to every kid. My mother was busy with my sister. They were like, you know, when you're getting shopping, you know how it is. They, I could have, I could have walked out onto the, onto the, onto the highway. Nobody would have noticed me. So, so I'm standing there and I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this. All the guys are going for cars, and here I have the whole weight of the Holocaust on my shoulders. That I can't go and get a car, you know, because I'm not because I'm Jewish. And so my mother's not watching. So I, I said, why not? I'm gonna go over and try to get a car from this guy. So. I stand in line with all the kids, and I go over there, and uh, he, he makes you, you have to go on his lap. I guess now that would be illegal, but in those days, so I went, so I have to sit on his lap. I remember this so clearly, and and he says to me, uh, what, 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 what uh, would you like Santa to give you for Christmas? I said to him, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish, I don't believe in Christmas. That's what I said, I just, I just want a car. He pulls down his beard and he says to me, well, you think I'm a guy? <laughs> he, said, he was Jewish, Santa. He says, you think I'm a guy? <laughs> and then he gave me not one car, he gave me the whole collection. He gave me the whole, like, thing. I was holding in both of my hands, cars and different things he gave me from Santa. That was my one, my one experience. <clears throat> I, I told him, I, I, I said, I can be my, he's Jewish. He's a Jewish guy, but he's a Jewish Santa. He said to me, I, I do a little bit for Panos. He told me like that, I do a little Panos. <laughs> so, a person, a person that doesn't believe in his ability to become a godl, it's not because of lack of faith in himself. Eh, you use that as an excuse. I don't have this, I don't have the kaifist, I don't have the kaifist. You don't believe in the Rebbein Shalom. You don't, you don't believe when you say in the davening, when you say in Hala, Hamashpil Lirais, Hamagbila Shabbos, Hamashpili, the Baruch Shalom Dodo says, you lifted me up from the dirt. The Baruch Shalom says, Mekini me'afa dal. Me'ashpa is yorim evyayim. Someone was telling me the other day that, because uh, he had a bad thing with the stock market, a whole business, he said to me, so his wife has called me that he doesn't, he's not going to work and he's depressed. So I, can I call him? So I called him up. I said, "What's the matter? Why don't you go to work?" And what's wrong? He said to me, uh, "Everything's a mess with the stock." So I said, "No." So yeah. So go to work. Do something. You have to work. What do you think? Your family uh, needs you to go to work. So the whatever you know how to do, you have to go to work. So he said that he said that he lost his confidence in being able. Like he doesn't have any confidence in, in himself anymore to to make money. He lost his confidence. I said to him, the, the words you're talking, mamish words of kfir. In other words, you're saying that until the mice that happened with the stock market, until this started get, to get bid, it was you. You were, you were the, the one that was making the money. And now you lost your confidence because why? Because uh, you made some bad deals. So you lost your confidence. So now you can't, you can't go to work anymore. You can't get yourself to go to work. You lost your confidence. In other words, you were making the money until now, and now you don't make the money anymore. So what's the promise Kfir? The same Rebbein who gave you the money now, then can give you money now. Your job is to go to work and to try to work and to make a living. You have a family. You have tuitions. You have things. You have to, go, you have to take care of yourself. You can't sit like that. You think that you're the one. It's the Rebbein gift that he gave you. But you made a Hishtadlis, so you have to make Hishtadlis now. And if it means to go to work behind the cash register, you work with the cash register. Whatever you have to do, you can't just sit around like that and cry that you can't, you can't, you can't. Because you thought until now, but you thought your power melech Mitzrayim. It's a gift. 
Greatness is a gift. What we have is she'ifas. Wanting greatness. That's all that a Jew has, is to want. Call avaydas adam, the second paragraph on Peihei. Call avaydas adam, hirak lahagiyah ba'amal, l'kaychas anefashal atzmai. All the Bain Shalom wants of us in this world is to work hard to get to the bottom of our own kaychas. To get to our own kaychas. To, to reach the limits of our kaychas. To work hard. Now, obviously, you're going to have a child, you're going to have a child, let's say, or an adult, that's lazy. And, and that person, on a very simple level, has not ever explored his own kaychas, of course. He's never, he's never even touched his own kaychas. There's no, no shaychas to his own kaychas. That's all the Muslims are, are, are written, to try to correct that, and that the person should try to bring, to get to the bottom of his own kaychas. But that's all. More than your own kaifas, certainly the Baruch doesn't ask more than your own kaifas. He gave you those kaifas. So with the kaifas that he gave me and the kaifas that he gave you, how are we supposed to be tzaddikim? I don't see that I have any kaifas of a tzaddik, and you don't see that, so how are we supposed to be tzaddikim? So he says, When you finish, and you do what you're able to do, you work in yourself, you don't know exactly how much that is. Of course not. It's not like there's a thing like a tank in a car. You don't know what it is, full, empty, half. You work, you try, and you daven. Each person acquaints Madrega, he can veil from a Kalmatana, then you get gifts. Yismach Meishmanes Chalka, Kev Neman Kerosavai. Meishmanes received the gift of Torah. How come Meishmanes was such a person who was able to get the Torah? He had a Neman Because he was a faithful servant. Period. And it's the same with each and every one of us. If we're faithful and we're loyal servants of God, and the MSU want to become better, then. Hashem gives you a gift. Yismach Moshe b'mat neschelka. Only ki eved neman kerasam. To be an eved neman. To be an eved neman. Va'amatana klal ene biyachas demidas ha'yigir. And what's amazing is, the gift has no relation has no relation to the amount of effort that you put in. In other words, you can get the most amazing gift of greatness, even though you might have put in less of an effort into what you had to accomplish than somebody else. It's a great mystery in creation. Some people came to this world where every single thing, every single improvement in life took a tremendous effort. There are people like that. That every single, every single tiny little improvement took a tremendous effort. Just like you have as a Moshe, you see there are some people that when they want to lose weight, and they feel that they gained a little bit of weight, so then, they, then they stop eating so much for a few days, and then they feel better, or for a week or two. And you have people, they can go to, they could, they could starve themselves, and go to work out, and, and, and do jumping jacks, and sit-ups, and, they, and after six months, they lose, you know, four pounds or something. It's a metabolism, there are people that have a metabolism like that. And there are people that are ruchnias, they have a slow metabolism. There's ruchnias like that. They have a person that every single thing is, uh, is an unbelievable Hard. But that's not their union. That's how the Baruch made them. There's such a person like that. There are people like that. And he was given a lot to do. He was given a big job. It's true. And there are others who they came to the world with an easier job and less work. Why is it that he came like that and the other one came like that? It has to do with the Nishamas and where they come from. That's not our Indian. Why that Nishama came to the world this way, why this one came that way? That has to do with Gilgulim and where they came from before. That's not our Indian. But the Mitzvah is. This is the Mitzvah. And then when it comes to the gift that Hashem gives, it could come out an interesting thing. You could see such a thing. Sometimes you look at the person who worked very hard and it looks like he only got a small gift, like he didn't become like a he didn't like become something great. So why didn't he get a better gift? He worked so hard, this Pachas, and you see somebody that he worked less, and he 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 achieved a great deal. 
Vinishal, so we could ask. M K Nida said din like it. Seems that it's not fair. Nida said din like it means it's not that's not din. That's not fair. That's not judgment. That's not din. Din you work more, you make more. You work less, you get less. What's that? Hatshuvahi loy alai. No. Yagata umatsasa tamim. Chazal say, even though Yagata work hard, Yagir means hard work. Yagata umatsasa. It's an interesting word. I'm sure you've heard this before. But the Gemara says Yagata umatsasa. If you work hard and you find it, tamim, you could believe in it. You could trust that you'll be able to. It's, it's yours, and you deserve it. The problem with the word mitzia is that mitzia means to find something. And finding something is not anything you have to work for. You just stumble upon. People that look for lost objects usually are, are lost people. Right? People that spend their lives looking for lost objects. So it's not the thing that a person should do. A lost object is something like Yomar says, you find the Bezra Das. When you find something that's lost, if you're not trying to find it, then you find it. You don't think about it, you find something that's lost. See, here it says an interesting thing. Chazal say, you got the Matzasa. You worked hard, Umatzasa, and you found it. Tamin. Good. So he explains, What what gift a person has in his life, what the Baruch gives you? It's a Matzia. We don't understand. It's not something that a person can explain. Even though, you, even after you worked hard on something, the fact is that whatever you get in this world, it's a gift. There's no question that in Shemaim, after 120, every person is rewarded for every ounce of effort that he put into his life. There's no question. And that guy that had to really work hard for anything, he's rewarded in Olam Habit. There's no question. Beyond that, so that's for sure. Everybody gets rewarded for the hard work they put in. E for effort. There's no question. Ilm Haba, you get a lot of points. But what gift do you get in this world for your efforts? That's beyond your work. That's more than the work that you put in. That's greater than any of the talents or any of your achievements. That's greater than any of your achievements. That gift from Shemayim that's greater than your achievements. That gift that God has given you, you can't come with a question. You can. Most people spend their lives doing that. How come he got it ignited like children? How come he got it? I worked hard and he got it and he didn't work hard and he got it and so on. All of these Svaris. He brings in the brackets an amazing thing from the letters of the Ramchal. The Ramchal said about himself, that the great exalted level that he reached, the Ramchal, in his understanding of Torah, was way beyond anything that he, that any effort that he ever made. There were gifts that he received. There was things were revealed to him way beyond anything. I mean, not that he didn't learn day and night, but anything that what, what was revealed, what he understood in Torah was much greater than anything that he put into it. It was that light of God's knowledge that's higher than the light of man's free choice, which is what the Ramchal is talking about over there. It's not for now, but so you could ask a kasha, why is that fair? The Ramchal didn't sleep nights, and he was given such great gifts of Torah, and he was shown such such wondrous visions. And I also didn't sleep nights. I was trying to learn, and I didn't get a good gift like that. I got, you know, I get an A minus on my Gemara test. But I didn't get like uh, I didn't get like that. But the Ramchal had all these things. I didn't get any asagas like that. I also worked. I worked even harder because he's 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 brilliant, and I'm just average. So he he didn't have to work so hard. And I, for me, it was. Every single minute was 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 painful. That's not a kasha. How how come the Marshal a gift? A gift? No one has to give you any gift. 
The Baruch Shalom gives gifts. That's not our Indian. Our Indian is the Sha'ifa, is the Yagiya, is the trying, is the working. To you, with your Kaifas, Zahu. The Baruch Shalom gives you a gift. This person's gift, that person's gift. Everybody, according to what the Baruch Shalom knows, that person's greatness is defined by and as. One thing is clear that if the Gedolei Yisrael would have received the gifts from Shemayim in proportion to what Kaychus they invested into Yiddishkeit, they would not be the people that we see. They wouldn't be as great as the people that we see. They wouldn't be these kind of like angels. Yes. 40 minutes from here, there's a year, the Skalana Rebbe. You heard of the Skalana Rebbe? 40 minutes from here, the Skalana Rebbe. He's a year. He lives every second of his life with the Baruch Shalom. He doesn't sleep, doesn't eat, doesn't drink, because every second is the Baruch Shalom. Every second. There's not such a human being. can't be a human being like that. So there's no question that he put unbelievable superhuman kaiches. He put his kaiches into becoming that way. But, it, but way, way before he became that way, his kaiches ended. And then the Baruch Shalom said, this is why I take over. You did this, what you did, now I take over. And he gave, him, he gave a gift. He gave a gift of greatness. Like David Melch said about himself, Libi Bikirbi, I have no longer, I have no Yetzar anymore. The Yetzar was taken away from him, but that was a gift at the end of his life. His whole life he had a Yetzar in his Madrig. He had a Yetzar. We see in, in Navi he had a Yetzar, again in his Madrig. His whole life he struggled with the Yitzhar and his Madriga. But at the end of his life he said, Ah, Libi Chalbekirbi. Rosham, thank you. You took it away from me. It's enough already. You took it from me. That was a gift. That was a gift. A human being can't, on his own, a human being on his own can't extract himself from that Milchama. He can't get himself out of that war. Are you, are you alive? You're alive, you're in a goof. Yaviyat period. Yaviyat I told you once, I was in a, when I was a kid, I was, there was time that I was volunteering in a nursing home. And there was a, there was an old person that was, that was already up, that's going to leave the world. And, and he started to scream. He said that he left, he left five dollars on his night table. Somebody took his five dollars. So, I was there with a friend of mine, and and, and and I said after we left the room, I said, "Here, yeah, this this yid, this yid has like a half hour nebuch left." And I'll show him by video. You understand? And he's and he's worried about five dollars. To the last moment. To the last moment. Well, like they say from one of the Talmudim Shem, that he was he was just about to die, and they wanted to ask him what he was thinking of at the last moment of his life. And the last moment of his life, he said, I was thinking about how impressed the Elam was going to look when I, be when I make a big Shema Yisrael. <laughs> In other words, I'm about to die. And if I say really good, there was a lot of people there. If I say really good Shema Yisrael, I'm going to go out like with a bang. He was a big tzaddik. And, they, and he was just whispering. And they asked him, well, what is it? What is it? What is it? And they leaned over and he said, this is what he said. He said, ah, I'm thinking how good Shema it's going to be. And if I say a big Shema Yisrael, he said, everyone, wow. He left for the Shema in such a way. Person can't get rid of the Yitzhar. The Dovna Malach said, Libi Cholobekibi. So you could say, Ah, oh, sure, that's Dovna Malach. That's not me. It's true. That's a Madrege, we're not Masik, that there should be no Yitzhar. But that was a gift. So what about me and you? You know what? We could have that sometimes for an hour or two. That you could be in a place, and by your own, left up to your own devices, you'd, you'd be in a real big mess. But because you've been a good boy and a good girl, and you'd have a nice that day, the Bunch of says, You know what? I'm going to give her a gift today. I'm going to give him a gift for the next two hours. No Yetzar for the next two hours. No Yetzar for two hours. When you're going through this place, no Yetzar, two hours. Oof. No? That, you earned that? But Terry says, it was a gift from the Bari Island. The human being can't be separated from the goof. It's a gift from the Bari Island. It's a present from the Creator. But the Gedolim would not be, what well, we see these Gedolim, they couldn't be such people on their own. They're, they have big kaifas. They couldn't be this on their own. It says in the Pazik, 
not because you're greater than all the people of the world, that you're so many and that you're so great that Hashem has a cheshek for you, that Hashem loves you. Hashem says to us, you know I love you. Because even when I give you gifts, and I give you greatness, you humble yourselves before me. You always remember that it's a gift. That's why Hashem says, I love you. Not because of your greatness. Greatness, no, greatness is the Barnesholm's business. When I give you greatness, you know where it comes from. That's why I love you. You're humble. You're humble and you're honest. That's why I love you. What you have in your life is a gift. Why do Jews have this capacity to be to diminish themselves, to humble themselves? Because they know they know the depths of the soul. That whatever they achieved, and that has to do with anything physical as well. Especially spiritual closeness to God. Attachment to Hashem. Bashar HaMailas, Shane told us at the Vegas, and all of the Mailas, all other all other advantages or fringe benefits that come with a person being Dovak Hashem. Kulan Matna Shemayim Hain, they're all gifts from God. And don't have a relation to the Avaida that I put in. My job is my Avaida. The gifts that I got. Why I got this gift and the other guy got more, got less. I don't know. I don't know how that is. But the tzaddikim never never become because they never see it as anything but a gift. They know what their kaychas are. They knew what their kaychas were. And they knew they knew the limits and they knew their own limitations of their kaychas. Beyond that, beyond that, they knew and they were humbled by the by the gifts that Akash Baruch was showering upon them. The last paragraph on Pei Hei. Hashem gives each person avayda, work to do, according to his kaychas. That's why he was born at that time. Can't sit around thinking, ah, if I would have been born, you know, if I would have been, been born a hundred years ago, you know, in, in some shtetl, oh, yeah, I would be a big tzaddik. And it was my mazel that I was born now, and uh, now there's internet, and now there's all kinds of stuff, and taivas, and yitzharas. And, or if I would have been born in a chash of a family, then I would be better. If I would be smarter, I'd be... be you know. Hashem obviously gives each person a each person according to his kaychas. And the assignment that each one of us is given is an assignment that fits, that's custom designed for our kaychas, period. Not more and not less. Each one of us comes into the world with an assignment, with instructions, not more and not less. This is your Avaida. Period. I'm not asking you to be the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim came with us to be the Chavetz Chaim. But not us. I'm not asking you to be this person. I'm asking you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this is your assignment. Your Shlich is your Shlichas. You do your job. When you finish the job, when you do your job, when you're working, even, when you, even while you're working, you get also advances and all kinds of bonuses. A person who's a good worker gets bonuses. And Hashem gives you gifts from His hand. And Hashem gives you presents. Hashem's, Hashem's hand is filled and open and wide. Hashem is very generous. The one who gives a gift, when you give a gift, you should give a nice gift. A person who's already the kind of person who gives gifts, he should give a give a nice gift. The Rosh Hashanah is the biggest Ayin <coughs> Yafa. Page Pevav. The Rosh Hashanah gives nice gifts. You see, nowadays you have, uh, uh, there's a, a numish agaz, that if you have, let's say, you're making a simcha and people are coming over for you, for Shabbat Shabbat Baruch, for an offer, 
then whoever is taking care of, of guests, you have to send over a gift package. You saw? A new hamtzah of how, of how Jewish money should be thrown in the garbage. So you have to make little gift packages. So it used to be, like maybe a bottle of water in Hamadiyya, or if you're a Litvak, then what's the other one? Yateid Ne'aman, right? No, 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 no. It's starting to look more and more like Shalachmanis every day. It's get, and the Shalachmanis didn't start like that, because because when I was growing up, Shalachmanis was a paper plate with a piece of my mother's sponge cake and an orange, period. And a saran wrap that was halfway off by the time I got into the house. And that was it. At some point, that's not an Ayin Yafa. That's Rachmanis. That's for a different time. That's Rachmanis. But a person who gives him a ton is Ba'ayin Yafa. To be mechayet, to be to, to, to give a person to give a person a chiyas doesn't have to be doesn't have to be something uh, glamorous. I'm waiting to see what's going to be this perm since the whole economy has collapsed and everybody's crying that there's no money. I'm assuming that there's that there's not going to be any of those $150 baskets going around and that people can go back to oranges and pears and little bottles of cat and grape juice. I hope maybe there'll be somebody that's going to write an article in the Five Towns. It's not me. Someone's going to write an article about let's go back to the basics of Shalach Manis. No, maybe, ladies, maybe we can get to work on that. A campaign, a campaign that Shalach Manis, that Jews shouldn't throw out money, that everybody stands there the day after Purim and say, what am I going to do with all this junk? And they have to figure out to send it to some youth group or something, and they're also not going to eat it because they're, because they're all like overdosing and, and, and collapsing on the floor, holding their stomachs. For what? For Matana. That's not what it means. Uh, you give a gift, you give it by eye in your offer. The greatest gift you can give a Jew is to give a, short, a, a small shalachmanis, but with an eye in your offer, in a nice way. In a nice way. In a personal way. Say that. But the Baruch Shalom certainly gives matanis. The Yad He's generous. The Yad V'chavah. I've got the Baruch Shalom Mashpia by in I the Baruch Shalom is such an, a, a, a good eye. He's Mashpia by in can you imagine if he gives us what we deserved? We'd be in big trouble. He gives each person, it's not Lafim Ha'isav, he gives gifts. He gives way beyond what we do, what we're worthy of. And all of that's because of our little Shifalach, that we have Shifas, and we try a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, Tikkun a little bit learning, and the Baruch gives us me'eva, me'eva, such gifts. Ba'imek gedor hadvarim hu shakasher adam amal b'kal kaychay. The deeper meaning of this is that when a person drives himself to the limit, that's what you could do. You work as hard as you can. It's no different than any boss will tell you. Any boss will tell you to go to work there. Just put in a, a good day's work. That's all. You work hard. I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking you to do something you can't do. Just you do what you can do, but do it good. Any boss says that, and any boss has the right to expect that from a worker. And any worker that doesn't do that can can be fired. So all the Baruch Shalom says is, that's all. Shakash Adam Omel Bakal Kaichai. That when a person is Omel of this Kaichas. Humisalik is Mesacha Ani. Then when he does that, he pushes himself to do what he was sent to do. Then by doing that, by doing that, he's able to he's able to push away that Mesacha Ani, that blockage that's called me. I. The ego, the self, like I said before, that the guy lost his confidence in how much money he can make. His confidence. He made, he didn't make the money to begin with, his confidence. This person lives in a different way. This person's avoid is the Bani Shalom, it's not me. It's, it's not me, and whether, I'm, whether I get my picture on the tzaddik card or I don't. It's to do, what, it's to do the best I can, period. And when the person does that, as a niglas the greatest gift, Hashem Baruch reveals the pnimis, the inner, inner, deep, godly, infinite kaiches that a Jew has, that are way beyond anything that he even knew of. In each and every one of us, there's a spark of what's infinite. 
not coming from far away. The gift that Hashem gives us is inside. It just unwraps it. It just takes off the wrapping. And then, like this explosion. It just unwraps it. sitting inside each and every one of us. Every one of us has a chelik elokami ma'amish. Every one of us has a chelik elokami ma'amish inside. Rav Moshe Feinstein became Rav Moshe Feinstein because he was up day and night and he did the best he could and he tried with his kaiches. Which, okay, you want to say he was smart? Good. Hashem gave him certain mind, but he did what he could. He didn't rest on that. He did what he could. And then Hashem opened up little, little, opened up these great presents that were inside of Moshe. Took off wrappings. And then it exploded inside of Moshe. That's what it is. Then the Pneumius is revealed. Which is the godly spark inside a Jew. And from that perspective, there's no limit to how great you could be. So what do you mean I can't become great? What do you mean you can't become great? That's what Chazka was saying in the yeshiva. Every Bacha has to strive to be an Adam Gadol. Everybody, each one of us has to strive to be a Tzadik, a Tzadikist. How do you, what do you mean? I can't. No, of course you can't. They also couldn't. All it means is to do your avayda the best you can. To try. To work hard. To have shi'ifas to grow. And then, as far as where this is going to end up, where is it going to take you? Mitzadzeh, engul. There's no limit. Kiyu yizbarach shmai, ain saif. Because God is infinite. And the God inside each and every one of us is infinite. It's just a matter of Hashem taking off the wrapping. You you can't do that. You and I can't take off the wrapping. What we could do is we could we could work hard in such a way where where Hashem has decided that that it's time for this it's time for this wrapping to be removed, for this gift to be uncovered. And you can't ask a kasha, then how come I didn't become a Moshe Feinstein? If there's infinite God inside of me, that's not a kasha. That's, that's, that's beyond us, as do with the Sherish of the Nishamas and the Tikkunim in this world. It's not our business. But one thing is true, that you and I, each and every one of us has, has the ability to go way beyond what we have the ability to be. And the only way we could do that is the same way that the Dalim did it, is that they made themselves worthy of Hashem's gifts. There are certain midas, especially humility, when a person is humble. Humility makes a person, there are midas that, that the Vernishalm has a special love for. A person who is humble. So there's a certain worthiness to receive a gift in such a way. And so on. To become a great person, you don't have to have natural, fantastic kaiches. You just have to do your job. You're a When a person offers that Hashem, that's not easy. But when a person tries to offer that Hashem, then he becomes attached to Hashem's Midas Arachimim. He could receive all kinds of amazing gifts. wrote in one of his letters, that at the beginning of one's Avaida, it's backbreaking work to serve God. But over time, the Chaznish writes, a new gate is opened for you. Something beyond, a new gate. And you begin to feel unbelievable deep pleasure in your avayda. Nothing that you could have ever imagined. Something beyond what you ever worked for, you begin to feel. When does that happen? When Hashem shows His face to you. When Hashem uncovers Himself that's inside of you. That's Hashem's gift. Or panecha. But it doesn't mean from far away. It means inside each and every one of us is elokus. But when Hashem, when Hashem uncovers that and looks at you, keep or panecha nesata lano. 
or panim, shulamala mimadregas mimadregas that or panim the light of Hashem's face, which is the or of the pnim of the in, the inner light of the Jew himself, that's higher than any madreg of any oyved. Shom matchila hasoga hamitis there the person begins to truly grasp things that he that, that was beyond his abilities. Adam shein lo sheitva amitis lot says Adam gadol kashem aid sheitzmach menemashu. A person who doesn't have yearnings and longings to become great, it's unlikely that anything will come of him. Not just greatness; it's unlikely that anything much will come of him. Gam sheitva shukain shoef meatzmo. There are klal gam hein halchus menachloshes. Such a person, even the even the the small sheitvas that he has for himself, and the goals that he set for himself, oftentimes they be, they become weak and they just disappear over time. But rather, this is how we have to live. Each and every one of us make, must make an absolute decision in our soul. That each and every one of us can become very great. Very, very great. Not because you think you're great. That would just make you a conceited person. Not because you think you're great, you can become great. Each one of us must decide to become great and to become great, great mamish. Why? Not because I'm great, but because I'm I'm just going to try to do what I can. And I believe that God is great. And therefore God is infinite and He can give me the gift of greatness. It's kulei chesed. Hashem is entirely kind. Kulei rachmin. Completely compassionate. And when a Jew does what he's able to do with his kaiches, HaKash Baruch Hu Yashpiyah Lov Kfimidas Tuvay. And Hashem is Mashpiyah, Mashpiyah. Hashem gives the person Kfimidas Tuvay according to the infinite, unlimited generosity with which Hashem gives. Look how much He gives us just uh, the meager little that we give Him, that we do. And He gives us such matanas that are way beyond anything that, 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 that we're worthy of. What we just to be in this generation to have a much easier life than, than our parents and grandparents had, but this for us to be alive now and and, and how we live now it's a, such an easy life compared to our parents and grandparents. It can't be compared. We're worthy of this as a gift beyond any anything that we earned. <clears throat> That's what a sheaf. The basis of every sheaf in, in Ruchnias is only to do what you can do. A shifa for greatness. Greatness is a gift from God. Your job is to earn that, or to be worthy, not earn it, because that's a salary, but to be worthy of a gift that's way beyond anything you could do. You could never have done that. It's true. Even the government could have done it. But we should be zayicha to experience yodo ha-tayva ha-rachav ha-psucha ha-malaya